0: Welcome to Simply Financial with Paul Derso, your GPS to retirement. Start thinking about situations you may be in in the future because you want to make that decision how you're going to respond right now before you get into that situation that you want decisions to be made from your character and not from your circumstances.
1: Now, your host, Paul Derso. Well, welcome back to Simply Financial. I am so thankful that you are listening. My name is Paul Durso, and I'm here with the legend, wait for it, Dairy Charlie Bowers. I didn't
0: understand that.
1: Legendary? 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 Like you broke legend? it up into two wait words. Wait for it, wait for it. Derry, Charlie Bowers. <sighs> we right. have a really good show in store for you today. We're going to talk about raising kids and financial planning and what the correlations are that what the correlations of those two and how they go together. And let me tell you, this one's kind of near and dear to my heart because raising kids is not for the faint of heart. And you can also say the same about financial planning.
0: I guess that's right. But before we get into that, let's bring in another raising story, raising puppies. What? That's right. My dog had two puppies back in April that we raised. And, you know, the funny thing is when we gave them to their owners, my son and my daughter's best friend, the personalities of those puppies turned out just like the owner so what came first the the owner's influencing the puppies or vice versa
1: oh okay okay so what you're saying i, I just i i got the correlation you got here that now? so you raised your kids yeah and then you raised the puppies and the puppies yeah. are exactly like your kids like the kids but you know we raised Did the you kids. feed them so, so, the so same they're,
0: food they're really perfect did is you, what i'm trying to did you to, feed them the same food no nah. No, nope. well, until we gave them away, yeah.
1: But now we've got
0: three <laughs> so more gave, puppies right now.
1: You fed your kids the same food you fed the animals?
0: Life was tough back then.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm uncomfortable right uh-huh. now cuz well, I can I cannot read your face okay. at all.
0: <laughs> well, we've got three more puppies now and they're 4 weeks old. They're in that really cute wrestling stage, but you know like kids, they outgrow that too <laughs> and then they become the people that they are, but you you know, you raise your kids to become good, upstanding citizens, and you, you raise your puppies to be great companions too. So, let's hmm. see what happens throughout the rest of the show.
1: That's hilarious. That's pretty cool, actually. Yep. I would have never thought about raising animals and having similarities of raising kids. Well, but, you know, they, they are the like humans. The
0: older you get, the more you look like your animal, or vice
1: versa, the animal looks more like you. <laughs> well,
0: this is per- this is amazing. The personality attachments to the, these two.
1: It's really hard for me not to just like go all in on that comment right there. Well, we got here. a show to do, so we better <laughs> yeah. move on. All right. So let's talk about raising kids and financial planning. And for you parents out there, you're going to be able to connect these dots right away. If you're not a parent out there and you listen to this, someday, I'm sure you'll be able to connect those dots. Although mm. the, the realities of what we're going to talk about are pretty clear. So the first thing we want to talk about is discipline. And let me tell you, discipline, I I personally believe, is one of the keys to life. I think it's one of the most important things that is a love to hate for me. I can't stand discipline, yet I love it so much because it's made my life what it is today. Because you take discipline out of my life, I I would not be where I am today because of of not having the habits that I have. And habits, forms, all come from discipline. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about why nobody enjoys discipline and why it's so necessary for good results. And let's think about kids. You have to discipline them to instill the values that you want so they can turn into the adults and you can be proud of them, right? Mm, That's
0: right. That's right. And, you know, you say that and to kind of tie it to the financial aspect, well, I always say that you pass your wisdom on before your wealth because you want your kids to carry your values into their future when it's time for you to pass your Wealth, your assets down to that.
1: Absolutely, and if you if you think about discipline or disciplining kids, oh my word, is it the mm-hmm. most difficult, frustrating? Oh my word! I tell my wife all the time, it's so much easier to run a business than it is to be a dad and a, and a parent. Oh, it is so difficult for you parents out there. I know you can feel the anxiety in my in my in my voice right now. And one of the things that we my wife and I do is, is, is consequences and rewards. And if you think about the consequence, you know, of, of just, you know, bad, bad actions typically have, have bad results, right? So our kids can be incredibly, incredibly messy and lazy. And I, I wish there was a better word to describe lazy because my kids embody that. And one of the things that we just started here in the last couple of months is I just got so frustrated that walking into an office in our in our house and finding like trash, just mm-hmm. stuff that they ate just on the floor, socks, shoes, stuff sitting next to the computer, walking in the living room. And there's like cookie crumbs and and goldfish bags. And I'm like, I've, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm so frustrated. So here's here's what we here's the new deal we made our kids. If I walk into a room, somebody, mom, dad walked into a room and there's a piece of trash. Our kids are now responsible to clean that entire room. Vacuum, dust, straighten everything. Let me tell you, it has had an immediate impact. My son, my oldest, who he should be the most. Someday, buddy, you're going to be listening to this and go, you really felt that way about me? Let me tell you. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. He in one day, he cleaned six rooms. In our All house? Right. In one day! Like, how? How? How could you be that messy? Which one of y'all is the
0: enforcer? Is it you or Stephanie?
1: It depends on what we're talking about, but I, I would say the, the, the pendulum swings much more on me than it would on you you're the, you're the heavy. For okay. sure. Right. And on the flip side, there's the reward set aspect. You know, it, and one of the big things we want to re- reward in our house is if they do good deeds. So if we see our kids do something kind or loving to somebody else, I will go out of my way mm-hmm. to reward that because I love that behavior. And it's kind of unaccompanied. It's hard to see sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you hear it after the fact and then I'll always like be sober loving and I want to reward my kids for that. It, and there's, there's a lot of correlation, I feel like, in teaching and instilling certain actions in mm-hmm. your kids with the same thing when it comes to, to finance. That's right. And there's certain habits. There's certain disciplines that you have to have in there. And they're learned. It, they they're taught it. Some of them are not a- obvious. Right.
0: That's right. And and one of the things that, that we tried to instill in our kids and it does apply to the financial world, too, is start thinking about situations you may be in in the future because you want to make that decision how you're going to respond right now before you get into that situation that you won't decisions to be made from your character and not from your circumstances. Yes. So you're in the room with a pretty girl or a nice looking young man or the market tanks. You want to make sure that you don't let a bad decision in the moment destroy your future.
1: Correct. And that's where that foundational learning of a kid or the foundation, foundational knowledge that you have as an investor becomes so vital to making decisions when it's tough. Anybody can make money when it's easy markets going up everywhere you look everything's easy it's so much more difficult to make a financial decision when the market's going down yep. when when things aren't easy and that's where character that's where discipline comes into play and again discipline and character is learned it's taught it's mm-hmm. you're not born disciplined you don't come out of the womb eating healthy food you know oh, actually you probably do it's probably the most healthy pe- babies right. well
0: yeah but that's short-lived too, Short, so.
1: very short-lived but once there's kids in the you know we're going to talk about this next which is a well bound ba- well by bi- the well balanced that's what i was looking say? for well
0: balanced diet
1: yes is important it's so important
0: and you know for kids even when i was there you know you and I, i'm probably still to this point where there's certain things that you really love to eat. You know, a young kid might, it might be macaroni and cheese and ice cream. And uh, you only eat vegetables when mom makes you eat them. So, you know, as a kid, you know what you like. And you, if you, you had your way, you want to stick to it. You're and comfortable. Investors can be that way too in that, hey, I'm going to buy the next Amazon and I'm going to put 50% of my nest egg into this company thinking, hey, there's no way, no way it can go anywhere else. And I'm going to come out a winner.
1: You know, I've got an eight-year-old, soon-to-be nine-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a 13-year-old, all boys. And let me tell you, when it comes to food, they are habitual. <laughs> mm-hmm. They all eat the same thing, like, day in and day out, day and night. night. There's, there's nothing that they want to do outside of their comfort zone of food. Uh-huh. And, boy, we've seen it, Charlie. So many times you're sitting in meetings and people come in and they're so comfortable in one particular area mm-hmm. and trying to, broaden their horizons can be difficult if you don't have a systematic process to break them free from that. That's right. Because people always return to what, what they know and where their comfort level is. And you have to have a way to help them understand and see that habits are good, but knowledge is better.
0: But, but you think about someone who's worked for General Motors their whole life and it's been such a great company. It's the largest company in America at the time. It goes up and up. You know, I can see how someone's going to say, I'm going to put all my money into this company because of all the great things it's done for me. And and what happened not that long ago? 2008. 2008. GM goes down. And we always talk about um, the concept of risk that you hear so much about in the financial world. And what is it? Bonds are less risky than stocks. Is that right,
1: Paul? I've heard that. Did you hear that? I've heard that. And
0: what did you hear from your clients in Michigan that uh, had general motors? General
1: bonds, yeah when when gm went bankrupt the bondholders the corporate bondholders lost 100% just like the stockholders
0: it doesn't sound or sorry it's risky not,
1: not 100 like 90 yeah yeah they lost almost the same amount of money as the stockholders so when you look at a bond don't immediately think oh that's so much safer mm-hmm. than a stock risk is relative it is and when bad things happen bad things happen you know they're talking about counties we're talking about States yep. going bankrupt. Yeah, cities
0: going bankrupt. That
1: that's that's bad. And all bets are off at that point. Yep, exactly. We need a we need a break. You want a break? We need a break. well Let's play a game. What game are we gonna play today?
0: Spin the magic wheel, We're Paul. Have to spin. All right. spin our wheel. Oh
1: no. Oh no. Oh uh, no. Go. One's gotta go. Go well,
0: yes. One's gotta go. One's gotta go. How do we play this game? Well, I'm going to give you, or you're going to give me, three choices, and of those three, you got to kick one of them to the street.
1: So I've got I to pick one to I mean, leave. One's, one's got to go, in other one's words. One's got to go. Okay, yeah, I can repeat. just like it sounds. Yeah. All right.
0: all right, so since we're talking about kids, and we just talked about that well-balanced diet, I thought, all right, as a kid, which of these would you kick out? Well, it's really, switch which one would I kick out. But one's got to go, Paul, licorice candy corn or peeps so one one yeah i, I you almost like, want to trash wait, all so of them so we got <laughs> we got
1: licorice licorice candy corn and peeps Licorn peeps um, one that's my one Licorn peeps no, I'm sorry. One, <laughs> I've
0: got all three right here on the table. You're gonna so have eat two what of them.
1: Kind of licorice, so I really no. It's the black licorice. Oh, you it's didn't say that. Stuff. You didn't say that. It's implied. It's oh. not a Twizzler. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So we got black licorice, candy corn. Oh man, I can't get the peeps. Ugh. Um. Wow. I think I could learn to like candy corns, although I can't believe I'm saying that. But I think wow. I could learn to like that. Then we got we got peeps and you got black. Blah, blah. black oh yeah. man, I can just taste it. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I'm I'm throwing out licorice. Are you? I can't. I'd rather have the high of the sugar than the taste of. the I nasty cannot stand stuff. peeps.
0: I'll force myself to eat a piece of licorice before I'll take a peep. There, that's oh.
1: it's just sugar. But it's not even good tasting
0: sugar. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's It's, it's
1: horrible. It's it's like eating sugar
0: cardboard. And then usually you've let it sit for two weeks because you didn't want it. Then when you try to eat it, it's hard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. Mm. We need to move on because I got that really bad taste in my mouth right now. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about, uh, you know what? You got to talk about this next thing because this is not a strong suit of mine. I'm out. This is all you. Well,
0: We've talked about, nobody enjoys discipline. We've talked about that well-balanced diet. Now let's talk about how patience is so important. I'm out. Well, Why?
1: I, Why does this have to be a virtue? You know, the problem is... Why couldn't is, this be like the the one thing we don't need in life is patience? Why you know, couldn't it be
0: like that? I almost think if you prayed to the Lord for patience, he'd send you to the DMV, and you'd, <laughs> you'd be sitting in that line for who knows how long. But, uh, you know, it takes kids a while to learn something, to tie their shoes, to go to the potty, whatever it is. And m- maybe the patience has to be with the parents, really trying to educate the kids to, to grow up to be the young men and women that you want them to be. And the same thing with our portfolios. You know, unfortunately, it takes time to really create wealth, to build wealth. Uh, as much as we'd like to buy that next Amazon or win the lottery, it really takes time to have a, a, a good chance at creating a sustainable
1: uh, asset base. One of the things I'll say about patience, you know, there's, there's certain types of patience that's learned and certain types that's expected. and you know, sometimes you can learn some very, very valuable lessons in patients by making silly little mistakes that are powerful lessons. One of them happened to me yesterday. Uh-oh. Now, this has nothing to do with investing, but the lesson that can be learned can be pretty important to investing. I went to a global entry uh, interview yesterday. It's like a TSA mm-hmm. or TSA pre-check for uh, international flights. And I had my, I did fill out my application a couple months ago. Then you have to like go to the airport, which by the way, it's like in the secret corridor of the Uh, airport. took me forever to find it. And there's like no signage. So uh, long story short, I'm sitting there. My interview is at 1.30. Don't get called in to like 2.15. I got there at 1 because they say show up. Or Actually, I probably got there at 12.45. And um, I'm super not the most patient person in that type of situation. <laughs> I'm just, I'm talking, I'm trying to do work. And I'm sitting in the line and it's like, it's really tiny room. There's lady like coughing like crazy with a tissue and she was so sick and she was in the room and it's really small. It's only enough for 10 people. And I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> and then the guy finally comes out. He's like, Paul Durso. And I was like, yes, it's me. And he's like, um, driver's license and passport. And I was like, I need my passport. Oh. And he was like, yep. And I was like, um, I didn't know that. And uh, he's like, it's the bottom of your invite or the bottom of your confirmation, which was online, which you don't look at unless right. you log in. Because they say they send you a confirmation, but there's no details on it. Sure enough, I log in. I'm like, oh, my gosh. He's like, well, we can finish the interview, but you have to come back. Nice. With your passport. And that's why my passport's on my office desk today. And, um, and what I learned through that is details matter. And, you know, I, I do, there, there has been times in my life where I'm just not a detail-oriented person, depending on the topic mm. or the situation. There's times where I don't pay attention to the detail. But I had to learn a lesson in patience, and I'm going to have to learn it again because I didn't pay attention. Now, that was a, a, a harmless lesson for me. Mm-hmm. But the lesson that I learned was so powerful because I would probably be much further ahead in certain areas of my life if I was more patient and took more time to to be more thorough. And you know, there's so much when it comes to investing, so much can be true about that. Just taking your time. Don't rush into any investment decision. Don't rush into anything when it comes to your future relax. Like mine was silly. Mine mine was buried at the bottom of some website that I didn't look at. I should have known. Like I'm going to get my global entry. It has to do with your passport. Bring your stupid passport. Uh, I'm an idiot. Well, don't make that decision. Don't make that type of decision when it comes to your future, your finance.
0: And you know, we have clients come in here that have done that very thing, that they have a certain investment, certain product that they didn't understand completely either their advisor didn't explain it to the point that they should have, or they didn't really read all the details on how that particular investment
1: works. And, and you see the frustration all over their face when they come in, they're like, well, I didn't have that understanding, which I get. Sometimes it's difficult to understand things. If you don't understand it, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to buy, buy an investment. If you don't get it to stop, just go get four other, and, and opinions, and if you don't one hundred percent understand and see why that investment makes sense, don't, don't do it. it.
0: Absolutely, don't do it.
1: I mean, there's no need to rush into anything, or there's no need to say yes or no. When in doubt, no, run, mm, get out. Exactly. All right. Last thing we're going to talk about is because I said so.
0: Because I said so. Just from a parenting point you of that. view, I can no, hear, no, I can hear you. Our kids today you've had that
1: smug look on your face. My wife said that.
0: for explaining things why exactly you can't go to Johnny's house. You've never been so
1: frustrated and that you're like because just listen to me. No. No. I do not. I do not. Not even your wife. Oh, she does
0: that to me, yeah. <laughs> Is that what you meant? <laughs> but it, I heard on the TV or radio I don't know when it was. It's kind of a clever saying that rules without revelation leads to rebellion. Right, yeah, yeah. In terms of kids, or good quote, I, I think uh, even in terms of investing, if you don't have certain rules and understand why you live by those rules or apply those rules, I, I think you just
1: you bail. You know this. This goes back to what I said earlier. It's so much easier to run a business than it is to parent. Sometimes you get so frustrated you throw your hands up in the air and you're like, Can't, just trust me on this. Mm. And, and for a parent to say that, that's not good, you know, and, and I'm going to throw myself under the bus. I probably say that way more times than I need to, or I should, I should never say that I should get down on their level, talk in 10 year old speak, 13 year old speak. And basically say, well, here's why. And, and I don't do that enough. Mm. And, and I owe my kids an apology time and time again, because. I have impatient tendencies to make bad decisions because I just get frustrated. I just want to get the process moving. I just want to. And, and, and when it comes to finance, that's just as bad. There is, is no hey, just trust me. There's no and and listen. There's nothing more important than than pouring my life into my kids. And and I I take that very seriously. I think that's a big deal. And that, that is the most important job that God has put me on this earth to do is to pour my life into my kids first. Mm-hmm. And you know when it comes to my jo- role and responsibility as a financial advisor, it, it's secondary. It is very important. But there should never be a time where I look my client in the eye and I say, just trust me on this. That'd yeah. be terrible for me to do. And that's really why Simplicity was ever built. Simplicity is the planning system that we use in our office and it really bridged the gap between when somebody comes in, meet us for the first time, they bring their financial statements, they you know, throw across the table their financial life. And they say, what, what should I do? Is it okay? Do I, am I on track? Am I off? Am I doing good? How's everybody else look at my age? You know, mm-hmm. all these questions. And we put it into simplicity. And simplicity really bridges the gap between your life and an investment advisor's recommendation. Because an advisor, I mean, you're in a tough spot. You sit down there, you're, you're really having to trust from day moment one that's right whatever they're going to say is, is gospel is this is what you should do, and you're always left with the one three-letter question: why? Mm-hmm. And why, why am I why are you making this recommendation? Connect the dots for me. I don't get it. Well that's where simplicity comes in. And if you don't have a system like simplicity in your life that connects the dots between your situation and somebody else's recommendation, <laughs> how could you ever? conclude to a yes or a no. You have to know why. Well, you know, th- there's,
0: there's people out there that maybe you don't know, so you, that trust factor is important. Well, they may take advantage of you. Yeah. Well, there's, then there's your brother or brother-in-law that's a financial advisor, and you trust them completely, but you still don't know if they are recommending things that are in your best interest, the very mm-hmm. best interest. You, you trust them. They're not going to take advantage of you. They're going to do the best they can, but they don't have necessarily the tools to say, yes, this investment is going to work for you. Correct.
1: And, and again, I mean, speaking personally, we've got some clients that have been clients for, for a long time, 15, 16 years. And a couple of weeks ago, we had our Christmas party. And I can't tell you how many clients wrapped their arms around me, hugged me, and said they loved me. And we have an awesome relationship. And I, I can't tell you how much that means to me. These same people will sit in my office and say, I trust you. Whatever you think, just do it. And I'm like, no. No, that's- no, you cannot. I will not make this decision for you. This is your life, your future, your money. Nobody should care more about your money than you. You have to know why we're doing everything, no matter what. You have to understand the connection between the decisions we make today and the impact they're going to have in your life tomorrow. You can't just trust me on this. Yeah. It's, it's too important. It's way too important. And we, as, as much as we've got this emotional feeling right now, I think we need to kind of stop. And and I think you need to resonate on, on how important every single one of these and, and it's not our normal upbeat, let's rip on each other show because this is important. You know, it, it hits home for me. It hit home. Because parenting is hard and it's not easy. I'm right in the thick of it with an eight to 13-year-old, eight and 11, 13-year-old. You want a puppy? No. (laughs) No. Gosh, no. You know, it's hard enough to parent these three, you know, gifts of God that I have. But at the same time, you have that same responsibility in managing your money. And you can't just trust somebody. You can't just make certain impatient decisions. There's certain processes and disciplines that you have to have in your life to make smart financial decisions because every decision you make will impact your future. There you go. So hopefully you enjoyed today's show. If you want to talk to us about anything we discussed or learn a little bit more about what we do or how the information that we give can impact your life, just go to our website, insightfolios.com. Again, that's insightfolios.com or give us a call at 704-529-9500. Again, that's 704-529-9500. Thanks for listening. Now for our fast-talking fine
0: print. The information presented is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax investment or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a SEC-registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is notice filed or is excluded or exempted from notice filing requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through Derso Capital Management Company. Insight Folios, Inc. and Derso Capital Management Company are affiliated companies and do not offer legal or tax advice. Paul Alderso and Charles B. Bowers Jr. are
1: investment advisor representatives of Insight Folios Inc. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. (laughs)